Scary Mysteries, Twisted Twos, The Bauman Incident, and Imperial Street Killings. Tales of hauntings, murder, and scary mysteries. Every week, Twisted Twos dives into a pair of uniquely terrifying true stories that are worthy of a more in-depth look. This week, we focus on a unique Bigfoot encounter and a killer that terrorized residents in Ohio. Get ready for Scary Mysteries, Twisted Twos. Number one, the Bauman incident. The Bauman incident has lived on in infamy thanks to the mention of the most rugged president of the United States, Theodore Roosevelt. The late president himself in his 1892 book titled The Wilderness Hunter chronicled this unique story. In it, he describes something very strange that happened to a frontiersman named Bauman along with his partner. The two men were trapping around the remote area of Montana's Wisdom River during the 19th century. After walking around, they found their ideal campsite and started building a lean-to. They then began putting down traps surrounding the area, and when they returned to camp, were shocked to find that it had been ransacked and rummaged through. Their shanty tent had been torn down, and although they were disturbed, they pressed on and rebuilt it. As Bauman prepared dinner that evening, his partner finally had time to examine the tracks that had been left behind in more detail. Initially thinking it was a bear, upon further examination, his partner exclaimed, Bauman, that bear has been walking on two legs. Bauman laughed at this, but still checked out the tracks himself, and it did seem to be something walking on two feet that made them. That night, as the men slept, Bauman woke up to some rustling in the nearby woods. He was then overcome by a strong, foul stench that came from some sort of wild animal. Fearing for their lives, he sat up from his bedding and fired a warning shot at a looming black figure up ahead. Both men then heard a sudden rustling sound from the woods again as if the creature was fleeing. Frightened the next day, they decided they would not leave each other's side. They went ahead and set up more traps. As they finished and neared their camp the second day, they were astonished to find that it had been torn down again. Their items strewn about in the lean tune torn down. And right there, plain as day, were clear footprints made by something that had walked on two legs. They were uneasy but wanted to find out who or what had been doing this, so they stayed the night again. This time, they gathered plenty of logs and created a large fire, and agreed they would take turns guarding. By midnight, they could hear the creature circling the camp and uttering a grating, long-drawn moan, although it did not approach the fire. The following day, as they were gathering the traps, they had a sense that they were being followed as they heard the occasional snapping of twigs. They'd had enough and decided to move on, so by noontime they split up, with Bauman gathering the remaining traps while his partner went ahead to make their packs ready. When Bauman finished up and made it to the campsite, he noticed the campfire had gone out. Their items were neatly packed and ready to go, but he couldn't find his friend. He shouted, but there was no answer, and that's when he saw that his partner was lying sprawled out on the ground. His neck had been snapped, 
and he had bite marks all around his throat. Terrified, Bowman knew instantly that it was the beast from the night before. It seemed that as his partner sat to wait for him, facing the campfire, the creature crept up from behind and snapped his neck while biting his throat. It didn't eat him, but it seemed to have tossed him around. By this time, Bowman was in such great fear that he ran away from the camp with only a rifle in hand, never to return to the area again. The president noted that when Bauman shared the story with them, he was already a very old man. Nobody knows for sure what exactly those men experienced during the time, but Bowman said he believed it may have been some sort of goblin. As for the president in his book, he didn't offer any explanation either, or his thoughts. He simply said, no man can say. Many who have read the story believe it was a Sasquatch or Bigfoot that the trappers encountered. Although they are not known to be violent, a Sasquatch is still a large animal, comparable to a huge ape that walks upright. Whatever it was, today there are still many people in the area with stories of their own who say that the creature, or more likely its descendants, still haunt the area. Number 2. Imperial Street Killings Known as the Cleveland Strangler, Anthony Edward Sowell is known for murdering 11 women, the remains of which he buried inside his home. Anthony was one of seven children, and ever since he was young he had a history of routinely abusing his own nieces. By 19, he joined the Marines and was there from 1978 until 1985 when he was discharged and even given a good conduct medal, certificate of commendation, and letters of appreciation. It was in 1989 when Anthony was charged with rape, kidnapping, and attempted rape. A woman, who was then three months pregnant, went to his home, and when she went to leave was attacked by Anthony, who then bound her feet and hands using a belt and tie. She was then gagged with a rag stuffed into her mouth, and after this, Anthony was charged and sent to prison until 2005. When he got out, he worked in a factory until 2007. He also collected scrap metal to make a living. Neighbors began complaining that a strange scent of decay had been emanating in the neighborhood, but they couldn't figure out exactly what it was. In September 2009, Anthony invited a female friend home with him. After several drinks, he became violent, before ultimately choking and then raping her. Luckily, she managed to get away and reported the incident to the police, so by October of 2009, they went to his home with a warrant for his arrest. Anthony wasn't home then, but when police searched his house, they found two bodies inside. After inspecting the property further, they discovered four other bodies hidden in different parts of the house, including a crawl space and in the basement. In the backyard were four bodies buried in shallow graves, and there was even a human skull found inside a bucket. That brought the total number of victims to 11 women, and Anthony also raped at least three females whom he allowed to live. These females didn't come forward until after the arrest for one reason or another. Most of his victims were women who had at some point been involved with drugs and even prostitution. All of them were African American 
and were killed in just a two-year period between 2007 and 2009. During the autopsies, it was determined they were mostly killed via manual strangulation. Although only 11 official victims have been linked to this killer for now, police are investigating and reopening cold cases in East Cleveland, especially the ones involving manual strangulation. They're also looking into reported cases of missing women since 2005, while the FBI is trying to find out other similar cases that might be tied to Anthony in cities where he once resided. Anthony Sowell was found guilty and sentenced to death, and he's currently in prison, scheduled to be executed on November 8, 2020. So there were two of the most mysterious and murderous stories around. The world can be a crazy place, and Twisted Twos is sure to show you why. If you like this video, then please subscribe to our channel and each week we'll have a new video for you to check out. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you next week.